Welcome to Classroom Success 101 Podcast Show. I'm your host, Josh Roos, the Hardcore Behaviorist, and I'm here to help you overcome those problems you're experiencing every day. You're listening to a master audio class, so put your positive thinking caps on and get ready for another lesson on how to achieve greatness within your classroom. For show notes, make sure you check out our website at hardcorebehaviors.com forward slash podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube at Hardcore Behaviors. Also, make sure you check out our Hardcore Behaviors Teacher Pay Teacher Store for our helpful digital downloads. And join our Facebook group, Educators United, to help education continue to thrive during these tough times we are facing when schools are closed throughout the country due to the coronavirus. By joining Educators United, we encourage you to upload free online educational resources to help educate our students from a distance. Welcome to episode 10 of Classroom Success 101. Today, we are going to be talking about crisis management. Crisis management happens a lot on campuses throughout the year. Basically, what we're talking about is a student that imposes an immediate harm to themselves or others. And we as a school or staff member need to understand how to um, de-escalate that behavior so that everybody is in a safe situation. So typically throughout the school year, um, usually what will happen is we have certain students that um, act out in such a severe behavior or um, basically uh, a harmful behavior to towards others or themselves. And we have to go in and provide intervention um, immediately. And that is going to be intervention that basically is to de-escalate that situation at that given time. Okay. So when we're talking about crisis management, we have to go at the beginning of the school year and we have to train teachers in how to uh, manage those types of behaviors that typically occur and what they need to do to be able to de-escalate those behaviors. And a lot of teachers that we have come into these pro, uh, these training programs, um, we basically go over some of the basic concepts of you know how to deal with behavior, but we get into more deeper stuff on the start of when you see behavior escalating and how you typically need to talk to those students to try to prevent some of these. Um, crisis situations. Typically, a crisis situation is going to occur because either uh, someone in that environment has escalated the problem or didn't really know what to look for to de-escalate that before that problem got out of hand. So this is why it is crucial for schools um, across the country to basically come in and train their staff members on the basics of, you know, classroom management or school-wide management. 
Um, a lot of the times that does not happen. And sometimes we tend to react um, to certain behaviors that escalate the behavior even more. Um, if you do not understand how to de-escalate the behaviors, typically we start seeing more escalated behaviors. And this is where some of the crisis um, moments happen. Um, so it is very important that schools provide teachers proper training on how to de-escalate situations when they occur. So each year we sit down and we talk about, um, you know, the signs of behavior. Typically, you know, when you have a student that is about to show out, they're going to show you different signs that, um, you know, you will see while you are um, working with these students that you need to be able to identify so when we look at a crisis, we start looking at a crisis development model. And what you're going to see is on that stage one, you're going to see like anxiety start happening. And what I like to explain to teachers on the anxiety part is typically, you know, if you know the student, you'll start seeing that student um, maybe start tapping or maybe start pacing back and forth. Um, there's something there at that given moment in time that basically you're going to see um, that's going to provide some kind of evidence that that student is about to start, um, you know, escalating. Okay, so when we start seeing signs of anxiety in students, you know, maybe a student is getting pretty upset already. We need to come in at a supportive uh, place and provide some kind of uh, intervention where we're going to be talking to the student. We're going to try to get on their level. You know, that's the very first thing we want to do is we want to be able to de-escalate that situ situation before it even escalates to the extreme. Okay, so usually if we can spot it early on, it's at that anxiety level. And then what happens is if um, we don't really do a good job of being able to spot it early on at that anxiety level to stop it before it even happens, um, what happens next is what we call the defensive level. Okay, and so at the defensive level, this is where students are going to start talking back. They're going to start um, firing off inappropriate words. Um, they're going to start doing things that um, start escalating that situation. And if we as teachers don't know how to de-escalate that then at that given point, then this is where we start seeing risk behaviors, Okay. When we start seeing risk behaviors, this is basically what happens is they start tearing up the classrooms. They start flipping desks. They start tearing things down off the walls. Okay, the behavior starts to escalate and it starts getting out of hand. 
Um, and what happens is that anybody involved in that could start becoming um, um, at risk for um, some kind of uh, safety hazard, whether that's getting hit by, you know, uh, flying objects or the student actually comes up and, and, and becomes very physically aggressive. And we as staff members or teachers, principals or whatever you um, work as, as in the school systems, we need to understand how we have to de-escalate that situation. Because right then and there, our job is to calm the student back down. Okay, so when we talk about calming the student back down, a lot of times um, when you're working with students that are escalated, uh, teachers tend to get escalated too. Because I always go back to the same the 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 example of you know humans humans mirror each other in situations. If you are having a really good conversation and you pay very close attention to the other person having a conversation with you, they will tend to mirror exactly what you are doing. If you're kind of have your arms crossed, they tend to have their arms crossed. It's just the way humans are. So what we have to do is we have to go in and we got to start talking very calmly to the student. Okay, that is our first thing. We have to go in and we have to understand we are in control of this situation. Um, because in order to de escalate the student, you have to go in and provide certain steps. Okay, so, and you also, and this is where I, I, I talk a lot um, to teachers and, and principals about the fact that when a student is in the escalated mindset, they are actually in that reptilian brain. Um, They're in that fight or flight mode, okay? So some of y'all may already know this, but if you don't, when students are in the fight or flight mode, um, basically they're thinking with the backside of their brain, okay? And we all know when you are actually calm and ready to learn, you're thinking with the front part of your brain. So when we are in that back part of our brain, we are doing behaviors that are reacting. We are trying to either fight or, 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 or run away from that situation. Okay, so that's why, especially in the elementary levels, you, you got to either you got students that are running or you got students that are fighting and basically they're destroying everything. So we have to go in and be able to provide some supports and calmly de-escalate them because our job is to get them out of their back side of their brain into thinking in their front side. So in order to do that, we have to be able to show techniques and deliver um, these verbal de-escalation techniques to the student so that we could be able to de-escalate that behavior. I can tell you right now, when you go in there and you start um, escalating it by getting on the same level they are, 
You are not doing anything good at that moment. You have to go in and you got to be able to talk calmly to them. Um, there are plenty of crisis management programs out there that are really good. I'm not going to, um, you know, give y'all any, um, you know, main ones. I've been through two of them. I've uh, trained uh, over 150 people on these different types of trainings. We, we're currently in our second one. I was training um, teachers on crisis management programs for over nine years, and then we switched over to a new one. Um, pretty much each crisis management program that you'll run into is pretty much the same. Um, there are certain ones that I like better than others, um, but overall, it, it, um, you're looking at the same outcome. Um, my thing with it is when your schools are trying to look into these type of programs, I would say, um, you know, go to, go to a few trainings on each one and pick the one that is, uh, the best one, which is more for students, um, and pick the one that's going to be cheaper on that cost. Because there are some that are very pricey and deliver the same impact as the ones that are cheaper. So do your homework on those programs. Um, but overall, when we are looking at the crisis moments on the campus, you know, there are a few things that we also need to keep in mind is um, the, the child safety. OK, so, you know, a lot of the times when these crisis situations happen, what happens is that they either occur in the hallways, they occur in the room, and sometimes we don't do the best at getting students, other students, out of the situation. So we usually call maybe a team down, and we're hoping that, um, you know, that this team removes the child either out of the hallway or out of the classroom. And I could tell you right now, we cannot pick a student up and physically move that student, okay? Um, that I know in the United States, you, you just can't do it. Um, and on top of that, what I tell uh, my staff members is that if you try to do it, there is a possibility that you're going to get injured or that student's going to get injured, okay? And some of these... Um, injuries could be either um, life-threatening or they can be, um, you know, uh, a career-ending um, career injury, okay? The last thing you want to do is throw out your back. I mean, th the biggest thing that you need to understand is that um, when you go into these situations, A, you need to get the rest of the kids out of the classroom. You need to do room clears, Okay, you your school should be able to provide some kind of setup where you are doing a room clear if that is needed to be done. The other thing that I see that typically goes wrong is when students are escalated in the hallways. Sometimes teachers will tend to continue walking their class down the uh the hallway while that student is escalated 
or there's an escalated student on the side in the hallway and, um, you know, students continue to walk down that hallway. And I could tell you right now, if you see an escalated student and you're walking your hallway or your class down the hall, you need to find another route. Okay. Because you don't know what that escalated student is going to do at that uh, time or moment. And that could, you know, there could be a innocent bystander that gets hurt. So, and I've seen that. Um, so when these situations arise, we need to understand that we need to, we need to provide immediate, um, crisis management to the situation. We need to get others, other students out of the classroom or out of the hallways so that those students don't get injured. And we need to be able to provide safety for the student involved and we need to think safety for staff members involved. So, you know, crisis management is very important when it uh, comes to um, de-escalation and what you might see on a, a, a campus throughout the year. And these are things that we need to understand and that we have to have proper training so that um, when these uh, issues arise, we can de-escalate them as uh, easy as you know as we can before anything um, escalates to a situation where students or staff members get hurt. So, um, with that being said, this ends today's show on crisis management, and um, basically, you know. If you are interested in any in any crisis management, um, you know trainings, you can always email me or send me a DM. I can let you know what are some of the best ones um, that I've I've uh, been trained under. Um, you can always uh, check our check our website out at hardcorebehaviors.com. Make sure you uh, follow us on Instagram. Um, we are constantly updating our Instagram page and providing behavior interventions. Also, make sure you sub subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Apple podcast channel. I hope you all have an awesome night and we will be talking to y'all sooner or later. If you know someone who needs to hear this, share it with them, send them a text message, a DM, an email, put it on all your social media platforms, and tag me at Hardcore Behaviors. Also, keep the five-star reviews coming over on iTunes. It helps teachers find the show so they get an opportunity to make the decision to grow as well.